about a month ago, towards the end of November, a couple of dancers in this fine establishment behind me got into an altercation, and one resolved it backstage by bopping her adversary on the head with a shoe, and she was subsequently arrested on a battery charge. Well, she was supposed to have been in court the 23rd of December, and we just received notification today that she was a failure to appear. Well, rather than get dramatic and send bounty hunters into a strip joint to grab her, I'm stuck with the regrettable task of having to go into a uh, strip parlor to get a pink slip on a car. It's a tough job sometimes. Spousal abuse, drunk driving, narcotics possession, maybe a parole or probation violation, concealed weapon. At any given time, you probably have 20,000 people in jail in Los Angeles County. You have people in there right now for murder, rape, robbery, you know, name it, man. Everybody comes here and fights up and gets arrested. Whether you want to be a star, a prostitute, a criminal, a cop, it doesn't matter. Everybody in Southern California knows about this place. If you haven't been there, you've heard stories. You roll down the 101 freeway, I mean, you can see this place for miles. When they said Twin Towers in New York, you know, I always thought like Twin Towers in LA, you know? And I always, to me, this is more famous than one in New York. With close to 100 buses, inmates are picked up from the various courts and police stations in the county of Los Angeles. First stop inside L.A. County Jail is the inmate reception center. The DUIs are, are pretty much bread and butter type bonds, possession of narcotics. Occasionally you get the sales, a lot of domestic violence type calls. Everything from jaywalking to attempted murder. The bail bond business is pretty simple. We get people out of jail, promise that they're going to show up in court. If they don't show up in court, we bring them back. And if we don't bring them back, we pay off the bond. Someone who is arrested would seek out a bail bondsman. Typically that bail bondsman is going to charge 10% of the face value of the bond. In essence, you're hiring him to turn him into your jailer. Difference is, of course, he's a jailer that keeps you on a long leash. You're basically doing an insurance policy to the court, guaranteeing that the defendant's gonna make all of their appearances and they're gonna comply with the final judgment of the jury or the judge and you're not going to be paying the court as long as that person does that. There are only three reasons why you should not be in court. They are you are in the hospital, mm -hmm. you are in jail, or you are dead, okay? Okay. So, I need you to sign that, that has your court date and everything. We don't tend to get too many extremely violent crimes because usually the people committing those crimes, this is not their first time through the system. As a result, their friends and family members just aren't willing to back them up and to get them out. I'm up at the bail bonds company and I need a business address. And Chico's my bail bonds person, so if she calls you, you know who it is. I was in this place three times alone in 97. And I think that was the year that Twin Towers opened. Every time I said that I wasn't gonna come here again, it seemed like it happened again. So that's why I quit saying that. You know, to me, I think that, let's say about 95% of, of people who live in Los Angeles County probably has a day in there just to, uh, you know, win. You don't have to go in there for a 
murder or robbery or anything like that. You can have a simple speeding ticket that you forgot about, you know, and get pulled over a year from now and, you know, next you know, hey, you'll be in there. I mean, it's no big deal, you know. I mean, I heard all the horror stories. The first time I came here, I was 19, and I still, to this day, that was 10 years ago, I still never told my dad about it. But it wasn't a big deal. Which comes for challenging a police officer to fight. 19 years old, cocky in the stalls, you know, used to big shot and let my mouth get me into a lot of trouble. One case that really brought about a change in the way that bail was treated by the courts was the O.J. Simpson case, and that really brought to the forefront domestic violence and the domestic violence issues. If you recall the stories about a J-word that the police were called a number of times, they came, he charmed them, they left, and ultimately, of course, his ex-wife ended up dead. So these days, if you drop a dime, especially on a domestic violence question, the likelihood is somebody's going to jail, somebody's going to be calling me before the night is out. At the time OJ was arrested for domestic violence, bail in Los Angeles County was $5,000. So it was an easy thing for the wife or whoever to come in and pay $500. After OJ, the bail went to $50,000. A rising tide raises all boats. Well, if you have a $50,000 bail on a spousal abuse charge, what about a burglary or an armed robbery? Because they're both violent crimes with very real impact on the victims. Prior to OJ, Unfortunately, a lot of the wives or the girlfriends would go in after they'd bailed them out and attempt to drop the charges. The, the police department and the DAs would agree to this. After OJ, they would not. In fact, my daughter's godfather is a judge in Torrance. He took the position that if a female were to come in to drop the charges, he would arrest her for a false information of a peace officer. That's not a bad thing. The point is to protect the victim. And having run a domestic violence shelter for five years, you can see that you want to make it difficult for the batterer to get out. About seven years ago or so, there was a bill passed requiring pre-licensing and continuing education for bail agents. Those schools needed to make money, and so they advertised, and that helped to bring a lot of people into the business that hadn't really had a lot of exposure to it before. Another thing that helped bring a lot of people in was a pretty significant increase in the amount of bail on the bail schedule. You can make a lot more money doing not as much work. That's pretty attractive to a lot of people. I know that there are other agents that come in from other areas. We're the only ones in the immediate area. Who then is your business competition? Everybody. <laughs> Everybody is, really. Because right now there's a lot of uh, advertising by going and standing at the jails, you know, what they're not supposed to do, but they do do it. So everybody actually is our competition. Our biggest competition is ourselves. We lose more bail than our competition takes from us. It's because that time that you forget to call that person right back up. So if you don't call them right back, you might lose that customer. Over the course of the years that I've been here, there have been about a half a dozen other bail bond companies started and then they leave. They don't stay. Why don't they last? A variety of reasons. Some write bail in a very reckless way and pretty soon are not able to pay for their forfeitures and they have to close. Others just don't have the staying power, don't build the business up with a strong foundation. If you want to know who the competition is, just open any Yellow Pages.
it was much harder to become a bail agent when I started. The regulations were much tighter. You had to have approvals from the district attorney's office and the sheriff's office, and you had to go through all these background checks. And now you just simply put in an application and get an appointment, you're an agent. And the quality of people attracted to it now, I, they see the fast bucks. It's a very lucrative cash flow business. We're attracting people who smell the money, but not necessarily in for the long haul. Just look across the street how many bail bond agents you have, you know? Just think if it was only just bad boy, how much more money you'd make. On the wall we have some articles done on us. That was actually when Jeff and I first uh, started up. And then numerous articles done on our marketing. Marketing and our commercials. What was the immediate response of some of the other agents when you started that street market, Jeff? <laughs> they don't like us. <laughs> there are recently in Los Angeles and through California some bail bonds companies that are genuinely introducing a flea market aspect to their marketing. They stand on the sidewalk, they give away cheap little trinkets with the names on them. They almost take you by your sleeve and take you back to the office to make a sale. The marketing reps are not bail agents, but that's some of the more aggressive. Is it illegal? It's not illegal. We hand out flyers and stuff out here and uh-huh. Keychains, uh, the nice hats, uh, the, you know, the shirts, water bottles. These hats, like, meet the street requirements, you know? It's not some corny hat. They're right outside the county jail, and it, this is the best advertisement you can, you know, possibly, you know, give to a company. Most people don't know how Bell works until you're affected by it or you need it. So we decided to go out and we decided to hit the community. And one of the places was the jail and the courthouse. What we're doing is we're going out and telling people about their Eighth Amendment rights. You cannot solicit in the police station, in the jail. Out on the sidewalk, it's a free country. I think the most important thing is getting out to the community, reaching out to the community, getting involved in your community. They should need to see your name at the Christmas parade, the Veterans Parade. Hell, we're even at the gay parade. <laughs> we get involved in the community, and I think that's important. I'm not sure that the marketing is really directed towards a younger, hipper crowd. A little denial that young males are a significant portion of arrestees. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, Bad Boys Bell Bonds is here to help. I think overall, I think we've done a great thing for the industry. Some people have said, oh, well, that's wrong, that's like ambulance chasing. No, it isn't. I suspect the criteria when you're handing out promotional items is to give somebody something that they're going to keep or wear so that they're a walking billboard for you. I guess our claim to fame is we started passing out t-shirts. I wanted a really good t-shirt because you see a lot of companies that pass out promotional items and most people throw them away. I wanted a good shirt so what I did is I got the top quality Hanes beefy t-shirt. It cost us more money and we didn't have a lot of money. So we just bought a few shirts and we'd have them printed up and we passed them out and then we got some more money and we bought some more shirts and we kept doing that and we still do today. What kind of things will you be doing throughout the shifts? Uh, handing out business cards, looking at the ladies, you know. 98% of the women that come here are coming to visit a boyfriend and the way they dress, I don't really think they even care too much about the guy that's in jail. 
We're mailing informational pieces to stores along that stretch. In a two-mile area between Lenox and Hawthorne, there's a sure substation in the Hawthorne PD. Between the two of them, they do 11,000 arrests a year. It's an area that's conducive to bail bonds. I love marketing. I love sales. My family comes from a retail department store. I think it's kind of in my blood. Is this the American dream? This is the American dream. If you take a look right there, that balloon you see floating around is over a bail bondsman marketing his service. They have gotten more aggressive. Well, I did a commercial for Hollywood Bail Bonds today. The owner of Hollywood Bell Bonds is going to come through right now, observe, check it out. You know, he's going to think it's fresh. And next, it's going to be on the motherfucking radio. 93.5 K-Day, motherfucker. Even the producer was like, man, this is gonna be the hottest song on the radio station. Beautiful. Take a moment to put the house down. Hands in the cuffs. Man, you got a beautiful fucking commercial. Yeah. <laughs> you did a beautiful job. Thank I really you. appreciate it. When your hands in the cup, trying to come up, bail bonds give me a six six uncuff me. It's not linear or literal enough. I didn't really hear every line, but I like to get your loved ones out. This is where all the hot white guys are hanging out. Oh, hey, Andrew, what's up, man? <laughs> 